Sunday, October the 25th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. What brings you joy? We've been talking about joy, haven't we, for a while now. But I wonder what brings you joy. Last week I loved our little thankful video where many of us had sent in photographs of things that we are thankful for, things that have brought us joy over this summer. Include pictures of people and things we'd grown and experiences that we've had and places that we have visited. But today's Bible reading that we had read so well to us by Nicole reminds us that actually those things are just the icing on the cake, the things that remind us of the goodness of God, things that remind us of how many blessings we have in our lives. These are the icing on the cake. Perhaps they are things that bring temporary joy and that we can be appreciative and we can be thankful for. But today's passage reminds us about where we find our ultimate joy. Paul says that our ultimate joy is found only in Christ, that we may know him and be found in him. Our ultimate joy is to know Jesus and to be found in relationship with him. In Philippians 3, Paul outlines a number of things that he could boast about, that he could find joy in. He had a good upbringing and came from a reputable family. He had an excellent education and was a a, a well thought of Jew. And yet here he is saying all of that is rubbish compared to the joy of knowing Christ Jesus. This is uh, what he says I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. He's saying that ultimately joy is found in knowing Jesus. Joy is found in having a living relationship with him. Joy is found in knowing whose we are. Like Paul, we could be tempted to look for joy only in our reputation, in our wealth, in our lives and what we do. We could be tempted to see all of those things that we described as the icing on the cake as the place and only source of joy. But actually, the Bible reminds us and we are living testimony that actually the ultimate joy in life is to know God. And to know who Jesus is and to be part of his family. You see, knowing Jesus means that we know we are loved unconditionally. That nothing can separate us from the love of God. Knowing Jesus means that we are never alone. That he is always with us by his spirit. And therefore we can face anything that life throws at us, even lockdown, coronavirus, illness, sickness, whatever it is. Knowing Jesus means that we know our identity. The Bible calls us sons and daughters of the living God. 
Wow, I'm a princess of the king. You are a prince or a princess of the king. Our identity as children of God means that actually we can know our father and we can go to our father and we can be with our father and he will meet our needs. The king of kings is by our side. There are many other things that the Bible talk about that we have as privileges because we are in Christ. Paul reminds us in these passages that the ultimate joy in life is from knowing Christ and being with him. So I'd love us to pause just for a minute, wherever you are in your lounges, kitchens, um, and I'd love you to consider for a moment, what do you love about knowing Jesus? What do you love about having him as your friend and saviour? You might be in a, a, our church building right now, so maybe you want to talk about that with the person you're sat next to. Or perhaps uh, wherever you are, why don't you just share now? And if you're not with someone, why don't you write it down? What do you love about knowing Jesus? Great. Why don't you wrap up that conversation and perhaps continue it uh, with someone after our time together? What do you love about knowing Jesus? As I've thought about that question for myself this week, I've been really reminded of uh, the many things that he brings to my life, but especially peace. There is joy uh, because he brings peace to my life when I feel anxious I can replace that with God's peace. He gives it to me as a gift. And therefore, I do not need to feel anxious anymore because I know he is with me. He's giving me that peace. And therefore, I know the joy of being in relationship with him as I unwrap that gift of peace. I know that that comes from God. And I know that that will bring me joy because it's a good gift that he has given me. I've got three things that you could perhaps do out of this. Uh, number one, I would love uh, for you to do something with Jesus this week. What do I mean by that? Well, in a physical relationship, you might go and do something nice with a friend or somebody in your family. You might go for a walk with them or celebrate a meal together. Or you might um, have a, a conversation on the telephone and have a laugh and listen to each other's experiences. It's the same with Jesus. Do something with him this week that's just you and him. It might be reading the Bible and inviting Jesus to meet you through it. It might be going for a walk and saying, Jesus, I'm actually physically walking with you now. Being really conscious of his presence next to you and chatting to him as you go and listening to what he has to say. It might be that you want to chuck some Christian music on and dance around your kitchen, uh, just knowing that it's you and Jesus having a party. Whatever it is, may I encourage you this week to do something with your friend Jesus. I suspect as you do that, you will find ultimate joy, the joy of just hanging out with your friend Jesus.
But number two, uh, we're thinking a lot, of, aren't we, about thankfulness and joy being linked. I would love it this week for you every single day to get to the end of the day and write four or five things down about knowing Jesus as your friend and saviour that you're thankful for today. So maybe as you come to the end of the day, you want to thank him that he forgives you. You want to thank him that he was there for you in that situation. You might want to thank him that he uh, spoke to you about something. Thankfulness and joy are so linked. And so as you stop at the end of the day and you write some things down that you're thanking him for about your friendship, I'm sure joy will again bubble up. Number three, though, and this is perhaps for all of us, but especially for those of us who might not know Jesus particularly well. And I'm speaking, you're going, I kind of get it, but I don't really know what you mean by having a friendship with Jesus. I'd love to invite you this week to start reading the book of Mark. Mark is like an action film full of all of the stories of Jesus and what he gets up to. As you read them, you find out so much about who Jesus is. You find out about his character. You find out what he stood for. You find out about the cost that he paid because of his love for you. As you read the book of Mark this week, I ask that you say to Jesus, will you help me to get to know you better this week? doesn't matter whether you've been a Christian for a few minutes or you're even just exploring who Jesus is or whether you've been a Christian for a really long time. Reading the book of Mark, I'm sure, will also help you to get to know more about him and get to know him better this week. So do something with Jesus uh, one day this week. Why don't you spend some time in thankfulness, thanking him for the friendship you have? And I'd love to encourage you to read Mark. Um, if you've got any questions about who Jesus is, then do get in touch. I'd love to share some more. The greatest joy is to know Christ and to know that you are with him. I'm praying for all of us this week that we will know that to be true in our lives. Have a great week. Hi. You know, King David blessed those around him who were praying. He said, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May the Lord grant all your requests. So, Father, we confidently come to you in Jesus' name this morning. And we thank you that we have a God in heaven who, who loves us, who listens to us, who attends to us, who knows the very best uh, for us, whether we know it or not. We pray this morning for our church, for its leaders, for the initiatives that it has into its community, for its meetings, for its gatherings, for its community. We ask, Father, for your protection and your blessing, Lord, that renewal and revival would come upon us, that many more people would come to know Christ in these days. We pray for our town. Father, we pray for those in positions of authority, those in local government and in education and in leisure and in media and in health and in business. We pray for the other pastors and leaders and shepherds in the town, community leaders. Again, Lord, give them great wisdom, give them unity, give them a clear heart and mind, understand the priorities of these days. 
we pray in similar vein for our nation and for the nations of the world. Lord, bring an end to this epidemic, we pray in Jesus' name. I pray, Father, for nations that are having trouble at the moment. I think of Azerbaijan and I think of Belarus and I think of Kyrgyzstan and ask that you would raise up good leaders with integrity and who who have a desire to embrace godly values in the leadership of their nations. Father, we thank you that we can pray about these things grand and tiny and and we bless you that you hear our prayers and ask, Father, that you would do so this morning. We pray them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.